0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: This is NBA Today, hosted by Malika Andrews, live from Los
0: Angeles.
2: Coming up on NBA Today, game time is over NBA officiating. Does he have a point? How the new rules are impacting the Blazers star, and the verdict is in on the Jokic and Morris skirmish. Does Big Perk agree with the NBA's ruling? Plus, Kobe's influence on the NBA still looms large. How current players are honoring the Lakers legend. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews, here with Brian Windhorst, Janae Gumake, and... <laughs> the birthday boy. <laughs> Although I feel like you're a birthday man at this point. At <laughs> what would you wish for? Hang uh, out with us.
1: Peace. Yo.
2: Please, that
1: please, that's what I wish for. Look, look. After you have four kids and all of them birthdays a month or two before yours, once you get, once you get to yours, you're like, all right, let me just chill. All all
0: right. Right. Lika, carry on.
2: <laughs> okay. all right. All all right. Right. Happy all birthday, big Yeah, happy birthday, <laughs> big perk! Do you want to go coast to coast on your birthday?
0: Let's
1: run. It.
2: Let's do it. Let's get it. As big perk would say, so let's we can get start it. in our backyard with Paul George leading the Clippers to a win over the Blazers with his fifth. Straight game with 20 points, five rebounds, five assists. That ties Blake Griffin Ooh. for the longest such streak in Clippers history. Chanae, what do you think of his play this year? I
3: mean, this is exactly who he is. He knows how to be a number one, but they're better with, you know, having Kawhi Leonard. But overall, I mean, this is what he does, especially in the regular season. I think he'll carry this over in the postseason.
2: All right, speaking of over, let's go over to Philly. Tyrese Maxey scored a season high 31 points, but it wasn't quite enough because Giannis erupted for 31, 16, and four assists. The Bucs scored the 76ers 27-16 to in the fourth quarter after trailing, entering the period. Perk, what do you think of Giannis last night?
1: He took over the game, dominating, getting to the paint, and that Euro step is mm. wicked, and he would not be denied. I said it before the season, I'm saying it now, best player in the NBA.
2: No rest for the wicked, no rest for the Jazz. They remain the only undefeated home team by defeating the struggling Hawks, who have their first five-game losing streak since December of 2019. Trey and Herder combined. For 55 of Atlanta's 98 points, Chiney. More about the Jazz. More about the Hawks. Absolutely, more about the Jazz. They're making music. They're taking notes. I love what they're able to do, picking up exactly where they left off. I last see season. what you did there, making and, notes. And, yeah. and Nikola Jokic was suspended one game without pay for forcefully pushing Markeef Morris in the back on Monday. He will miss tonight's game against Indiana. Morris, meanwhile, was fined 50,000 for his flagrant two. Jimmy Butler was fined 30 for attempting to. Escalate that altercation. Morris is also going to miss tonight's game against the Lakers with whiplash that he sustained during that incident. So, one game for Jokic, one game without Markeef, unrelated to that just because he's hurt. Jimmy Butler and Markee both got fined. I want to get your reactions to these rulings since he's the birthday boy. Let's start with you.
1: It was fair. It was fair. I mean, you know, look, I. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. The NBA is getting back to what it used to be, physicality. Now, you know, as a, a former guy that used to get in a lot of altercations, I kind of like a little beef. You know what I mean? Okay. Let's make hamburgers. So it was fair. Oh, I mean, it could have been a lot worse, but things happen. Look, it's getting physical. It's getting chippy. This is what we like to see. You're making hamburgers.
2: Some people are, I like to make Beyond Burgers. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. but, what, that's interesting because you said one game suspension getting back to where we were. Brian, do you think that's getting back to the discipline the league used to instill? You
0: know, this is where the league wants to be now. I think if this was a different commissioner, David Stern, and a different disciplinary czar, Rod Thorne, like 10 years ago, it would have been multiple. Games, but the league is happy with the physical play, they don't Mm -hmm. want guys hitting people in the back. Thank you, that's not ideal. But this, they like where the league is going right now, they like the fact that the scoring is coming down, they like that there's not as much flopping going on, that there's more contact happening. And so, while I definitely think they had to make a statement here that you can't hit somebody in the back, they just wanted it to say, Listen, you can go certain stage, but you can't go too far. Because they've gone so far as to even have a press conference and say, hey, the fouls are down, the physicality is up, Thumbs up. Yeah, we all
3: know that this was not the right move. Like, as a player, it's face-to-face. Like, if you're gonna have a beef with me, I gotta look you in the face. You and that see you hit on the the exactly. Right. But um, I think by the letter of the law and the letter of the book, this was the absolute right call. I mean, unnecessary, excessive contact, flagrant to ejected and fined. And then Jokic took a step further, and that was completely out of control. And so getting that suspension makes sense as a next step escalation of the situation. But more importantly, I mean, the, the picture of the heat in the the hallway afterward. I-, I
2: thought that was quite interesting as well. Incredible photojournalism from the Denver Post and we, we talked about it though. We talked about this elevated physicality right This, Mm. this is what the league was kind of hoping to have things shift back out when they were changing some of these rules right guys so we mentioned at the top of the show but the Blazers lost to the Clippers last night and after the game speaking of these rules Damian Lillard became the latest star to voice his displeasure with these new rule changes so take a look here you can see there's Damian Lillard hello after this he's arguing with referee Tyler Ford after this no call on a drive during the third quarter so check it out. Still chatting, chatting a little bit. Said, I got, I got hit on the arm. I really did. Look, I got hit on the arm. And then when he walked off the floor at the end of the game, Lillard was pointing at forward, kept talking to him. Dame was asked about why he was so angry, what he was saying after the game.
4: I feel like the way the game is being officiated um, is, is unacceptable. I don't want to go too deep into it so they make a big deal out of it. But the explanations, the does get it missed I mean come on I'm not even a player that I I felt like coming in the rule change wouldn't affect me because I don't do the trick to referees I don't do the trick plays and it just is unacceptable
2: okay unacceptable so strong words from Dame last night Sinead does he
3: have a point? He does have a point. And I want to sort of take you into what la- happened last season because Dame last season was going to the line about seven times a game. This year it's three. Now, a lot of people are seeing those shifts, the James Hardens, the Trey Youngs, a lot of the guards around the NBA. But the reality is people know Damian Lillard is not someone that's hunting for fouls. He plays physically and he plays fair. And I think that's an adjustment And what really hurts him to some degree the teams that have been able to weather this storm, especially with the guard play, they've had a strong supporting cast to give those stars a little bit more room to see the rim. You're thinking about the Warriors, supporting cast to show out at the start of the year. James Harden, who had to deal with it, has Kevin Durant every night. And so for Dame, he probably ends up having, I mean, CJ is super talented, but we know how much he has put his heart and soul year and year into this league. So I see why he's being a little bit more vocal, why the adjustment hits him a little uh, different than the rest of the league.
1: Well, I, I just see his frustration build Building up. When, when you think about all the rumors, you think about how Dame has struggled in uh, getting his shot off. And, you know, here's the thing that I have to say. I'm a huge Damian Lillard fan. I think he's must-see TV. He's box office. But all the guys that are complaining about the, new, uh, the way that the officials are uh, of officiating the mm-hmm. game kind of bothers me because what he should be talking about is their defense. Hmm. Like you think about Trey Young and Atlanta Hawks, they're struggling, right? Their defense is not there. You think about the Portland Trailblazers, their defense is not there. You know, you look at around the league, it's affecting a lot of guys, but you know two guys that is really not affecting Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they played in both eras, so they know how to adjust their games. Matter of fact, Steph Curry say, I embrace this.
0: You know what, though? Lillard's getting hit kind of on a double whammy here. Because in addition to the fact that he's not getting the calls, the new ball Mm -hmm. seems to be affecting him more than other players. Here's why. Three-point shooting is down about 5% this year. But three-point shooting over 25 feet is down 10%. This is Logo Lillard. He shoots from over 25 feet. Mm. I don't quite understand. You know, I'm not a shooter, Perk. I don't understand how the ball would affect him but the ball is pushing down long range shots that's damn
1: well, well I will say this the last time the league uh inf- like put in a new basketball it was problems it was problems and they had to go back to the old basketball even like a guy like Russell Westbrook we know that he doesn't shoot the three point well but when have the last time we seen Russell Westbrook our ball Pull up twos. Well, Kirk, at the, he's airballing no, passes. No, no I, know, it's I, 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 I know. It's I know. I was. I was trying to lay off of him a little bit. You know what I mean? His <laughs> birthday coming up. We kind of tied together, so I was trying to <laughs> chill. But we haven't. We really haven't seen Russell Westbrook airball uh, elbow pull up shots. He's doing that right now. So. You know, like I said, though, you know, two people that is not affecting? <laughs> Kevin Durant, he's shooting 57% from the field.
3: But not everyone's the same, Perk. And I think we hear these rumblings, especially when you transition to playing overseas. Hoopers are like, you know, the ball's different. It takes an adjustment. It takes some time for you. And I think it's sort of the same thing here. Anytime you have a new ball as a hooper, it really changes your entire mindset. Now, great shooters will still find a way. And that's why I believe Damian Lewis is going to still find yeah. a way to get buckets. But it's a different, you know, timeline uh, for different people. Well, look, Sinead, I know you got... Got
1: buckets in, in, in <laughs> the WNBA. Right yeah, bucket, court. Like buckets, like so you don't have there. to flex on me. I know I didn't get buckets. I was
2: just different. I I didn't have
1: to take jump shots. You <laughs> took jump shots. Different you kind of had buckets to fade away. Well, it, it,
2: but it has. It's been it's been a tough start to the season for Lillard as he's not only down scoring, it it scoring ten points per game the past season right? from down that, but he's also drawing four fouls per game this season. That's after drawing over six per game the previous two years. Dame's shooting percentages, they're also down across the board. So we're seeing this, but but like Chanae said, we've seen in the past, this is sort of evened out for Damian Lillard over the course of the season. So, you know, that's that's a little bit different. All right, we're coming up after this break. We're going to dive in on so much more this show. Look at this, the top two picks. They're facing off tonight. can oh. And we got John Morant, LaMelo Ball. We're going to no. chat about that little perk. <laughs> I Not know have been high, high. Give this man his credit. And it's got to be about the shoes. We're going to get into why the Kobe sneakers are such a hot commodity amongst players right now. Okay, Wendy. Now let's talk about the play
0: of the week. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
4: NBA
5: Today is brought to you by Marathon Driven Forward.
0: With the first pick, Detroit Pistons select Cade Cunningham. With the second pick, the Houston Rockets select Jalen Green.
6: The outlet to Green, look at, oh my god! from distance,
4: Cade Cunningham, he hits it. Lock in and focus on my curve, get that rookie of the year. Detroit Pistons, I'm all the way in, let's do it.
2: The top two picks in the 2021 draft, Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green will face off for the first time tonight. And historically, that initial matchup, it's favored the top pick. The number ones have gone 42 and 28 in first meetings versus number twos and that includes nine and three in their first 12. That's all according to Elias. So Green and Cunningham, they have been well regarded for a while now. They were the top two players in the 2020 ESPN 100 recruiting class. They were followed by the eventual third pick Evan Mobley, who has been balling out this season. However, it was Green who snatched the top spot that was coming out of high school. Still, it's been a little bit of a rough start for both rookies. Cunningham, is shooting 23% from the floor. That's the worst through a player's first four games in NBA history. While Green on the other side, the Rockets have lost eight straight, Houston's second longest losing streak of the last 20 seasons. But it's okay. You know why? Because I get to talk to my Oakland brother. <laughs> I am so glad to have you in studio. Please welcome in senior NBA writer for the undefeated Mark Spears. So Mark, you... Wait, s- this,
5: is, this is nice. You gotta, I know, right? You, you got a nice house. You got a nice house. Yeah. Thank you. I
2: appreciate you coming by. I appreciate we getting to host you. So you spent time with both Cade and Jalen leading up to their debuts. I want to start with Cade. We yeah. just we just saw it, saw it. He's having a little bit of a rough start. How is he managing those expectations here?
5: Well, he, he's not scared of the expectations. I mean, he told me this is an opportunity. Mm. You know, he, he respects being number one, and he's not dealing with the pressure. Uh, but we saw how he started. He didn't start off so well. He missed his first eight three-pointers. But you got to remember, he didn't play until oct- October 30th. He didn't have really a training camp. He didn't play in any preseason games. So when he played on October 30th, that was his first game, period. Right. And that's a lot. So he struggled those first two games. But over his last two games, he averaged 17 and half points, 7.5 rebounds. He made four three-pointers. And he's been off since Friday. Mm. So when you have that ankle injury, to have basically four days off, before he goes to Texas for the first time, he's from Dallas. I, I expect a breakthrough game for him tonight.
2: Breakthrough game from tonight. So you also, Mark, recently interviewed Jalen Green. He yeah. came into the NBA already having that G League Ignite experience under his belt. How are we seeing that experience? How are we seeing that affect him now?
5: Well, he said he appreciated the G League, but the NBA ain't the G League. <laughs> and so I mean, this has been a big boost for him. Uh, this is, he said this is a much higher level, and I... I, I appreciated hearing his humbleness in this. I mean, look, this is a guy who John Lucas, who coaches longtime Rockets assistant, said he needs to get stronger. John Lucas has had him carry a notebook around mm. and take notes. and, and But Jalen, he had 30 against the Celtics, but he's also had six of his 10 games with 10 points or less. Yep. So it, it's really up and down. He needs to be more consistent. He needs to get stronger. But he has an athleticism that, as GM said, exceeded kobe bryant when he came into the league wow kobe also had a struggling first season give these guys some time i know they got the hype i saw Melo and and uh you know lebron on their first one and they were ready they were there in the building yeah but i think these guys would be just fine let's be a little bit more patient
2: especially in the hands of john lucas there's a fabulous story from tim mcmahon our friend on the website today on espn.com about john lucas University. And you can see all of Mark Spear's work on the undefeated. Thank Thank you you. so much, my friend. So like most high school draft picks, there's so much pressure on both Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green. Their teams are struggling, winning just one game apiece. And here's the thing. You remember, these guys, they come in. They're the top of the top. And then they usually join a team, right, that Mm -hmm. is struggling a little bit. That's how you get the number one pick. So join now. By Chanae and by Perk. And I, I want to go big picture, though, you guys. I do. Because I want to know who is a better fit long term. Is it Cade in Detroit or is it Jalen in Houston? Chennai.
3: I would like to say, and you guys know, I, we know how Houston basketball goes. Mm-hmm. I would just say that Jalen and Houston makes a lot of sense just based on them being number one in pace and that's how you unleash his talents, his athleticism and Cade. Cade can honestly, and we all, us three right here team, work the NBA draft. <laughs> right. Yes and we did. We all work the NBA draft mm-hmm. and we saw Cade. Cade is surgical. Moldy. Cade is technical. I Moody. I still need my shirt, yo, Warriors yo, yo, World. Yo, 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 yo. But Cade is technical, mm. surgical. He's a prototypical pro that can fit on any lineup. Jalen works in that athletic, fast-paced mindset of Houston and Cade works, you know, virtually on any team.
1: So who you taking?
3: Oh, I mean, I like to <laughs> land and push into Continental. I like yeah. that when I go home. So I like the upside of Jalen, but I do think that Cade is going to be a great player on a great team as well.
1: I do agree with you about Cade. I, I think when you look at his overall impact, being a complete pl- uh, player 6'9", right, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, big body frame, could dish out the pill. I'm going with Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. I was high on him coming into the draft. I wouldn't have been mad at Detroit if they would have took taken him number one. Here's the thing. When you look at this guy, he's athletic. He has a quick first step he can create for himself. Obviously, he's struggling right now, which all rookies do. But I like his swagger. I like his confidence. He's a guy in the near future, I believe, that can average 20 to 25 points in his sleep because he's that electrifying. Yes, he has to put on a little weight that will come, but I just love everything about his confidence.
2: Absolutely. So let's take a look at the top contenders for Rookie of the Year then. According to Caesar Sportsbook, Jalen Green and Scotty Barnes have the shortest odds to win at plus 350. We're big fans of Scotty Barnes in here. Evan Mobley is right behind them at Woo. plus 375. Love Evan! Followed by Cade Cunningham at plus 475. So speaking of Rookie of the Years, speaking of them, the last two Rookie of the Years. Oh, we one. got action. They go head-to-head. Head. We got X. Oh, we got X. They go head-to-head. Head. The last year rookie of the year is tonight. Memphis as LaMelo. The Hornets, they're coming to town. So let's count down their top plays this season. First up, take a look at LaMelo. Switching the hands. Switch a room. Switching the hands. Switching the handles. Switch from left to right. Driving mm. through. All right. Jaw. Block. Oh. Hey, you first the cows watch this? I mean, look at this. Talk Bird about tenacity. Is on a trampoline. He's not, not that big. He's not. he's not that big. This is more from Jaw. That fun. I'm sorry. I'm going to need a cough drop after that. That Don't was that startling.
1: Remind you of who?
2: You? Just kidding. Yeah, Brody. I was going (laughs) to say Brody. All right. Anyone who does this in-game action.
3: Oh, my lord. 360 in the air, though. Crossover. Switch hands. That's a Harlem left trotter ish
1: Remind you of who?
3: Brody.
2: Oh, Kyrie there. Okay, with the handles. I see what you're doing. There there you go. All right, back to Lamelo. He put on a show versus the Celtics. Mm. Look at this dish. Oh, my A head? Was that over his head?
3: Yes. Take look, another baby, look. little magic And then, look at oh, this. I love this one. Oh, my God, the brakes. That's a filthy step back. <laughs> the
2: brakes. Bray Young-esque. <laughs> and then, last look at this. You got it on like this, Perk? Can you do this? This perfect football pass?
1: Mm, no.
2: Dine piece. Swagoo probably got it. Mm. Look at that. He's like, I knew it. I knew it. All right, last up, jaw. He lit it up. Staples Center, bright lights, and he still lit it up. Look at this. Behind the back, oh. snatch back, pump fake, left with the hand. left. Like with the what? left. I don't I don't understand. And then this Against the Lakers, this it was this a no pink book? Oh yeah, no look fast. It looks like he changed his mind on what he was gonna do in yeah. midair. He was gonna shoot it and then
1: the Rondo. Vision. And
2: then lastly, he just drives for this mm. ridiculous. Like how did that oh. even go in? That the laws of physics do not make so sense. Double pump. Yeah. So there's 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 no question. There's no question that John Morant, Lamella Ball have been showing out this season. But I want some some. Bi- I know I know Shanae doesn't do big and bold. But I want some big and bold. Like your earrings, only with, that I was about to say, only with my fits, okay?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> All right, Perk, I know you're the conductor of the jaw bandwagon. So, mm-hmm. what's your prediction for him here?
1: I'm going with John Moran. Look, anytime he has a matchup, he is ready for it, especially at his position. John Moran is locked in like no other. I talked about being the most improved. I talked about making the first time being the first time all-star he's right there in the mvp conversation and his leadership skills without dylan brooks and the way that he's been winning ball games for the memphis grizzlies i got him putting on the show and winning the game tonight
2: okay so he's putting on the show he's winning the game he's potentially winning most improved mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's going to be an all-star this season and then is he finishing high and voting for MVP? Is he MVP and M- like, I mean, what's, I mean, what's, what, what's, it, it,
1: you know, it's like it's like a multiple choice question. Right? It's all a, B, the, C, all, B, all B, the above? All, all of the above. All
2: right, we're going with D, all the above. Chanae, what's your bold prediction for LaMelo this season?
3: I do like your your take, you know, all-star and all of the above, but for LaMelo, I think this team, the Hornets are not in the play-in, they're in the playoffs, and I know a lot of people are be like, oh, they're on a five-game losing streak, what you talk about, sis, but the reality is that's largely been on the road and it's tough to Handle that early. So I think once they get back home, they'll get back in their groove. But yeah, this is a team that sort of messed around, especially rookie season, got into the play in. I see them. You never know how things will settle with the Cavs, who are currently in the top. You know, other teams like the Raptors, you don't know how things will settle. They can find themselves
2: in the playoffs this year. I I like it. I like it. Well, you know what? The Heat is on in Los Angeles, and we have an elite point guard matchup Kyle Lowry, Russell Westbrook, who has the advantage, and It's going to be time for Janae's Cheat Sheet. Yeah, that's coming up.
7: With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast.
1: You're watching NBA Today live from Los Angeles. This is Kobe Bryant. This is Jam Session coming
3: at you.
6: Eighty-one points for Kobe. Final seconds. Bryant for the win.
4: Are you made for this? These are the type of moments that I live for.
7: Five Five you, you, get it, man.
4: you gotta show them.
2: Welcome back to NBA Today. I'm here with Brian Winhorst and up on ESPN.com, Brian, you wrote a story detailing Vanessa Bryant and Nike ending their partnership on Kobe's signature shoe line. And then how coveted his models are now amongst NBA players. So this hoarding, is it's, it's fascinating. What's the most interesting thing? What stands out to
0: you? Players are used to having shoes for free, any color they want, as many as they possibly want. It is part of being in the NBA, get whatever shoes they want. There's over 100 players in the league who like to wear Kobe's, mostly the Kobe 4. There's no more Kobe 4s being made. There's no more Kobe 5 no more 6s, no more 8s, none. There's no more. And so one of the things that's happened this year is that guys who love to wear 50 new pairs a year, one every game or every other game, there's nowhere for them to get that. Huh. So one of the things that I have found out, talking to guys across the league, is that like, there's this demand. Like How do we get our Kobe's to get through the year? And for the first time ever, I'm hearing about guys actually buying shoes, mm. not to put in their collections, not to wear when they go out in the town, <laughs> to play in. And they're spending 1500 bucks or more on the secondary market, wow. because they need sizes 15, 16, 17 in some cases. Anthony Davis wears a 17. Mm. Um, and the older players who've had Kobe's for a while, they heard last year this, this deal's is going to be renewed. Yeah, it's coming. And they were able to store them up. But the younger players, they are having trouble. I mean, uh, Josh Giddy who's a rookie with the, with the Thunder, he like, felt like a kid on Christmas morning when the, when the equipment manager for the team went into deep storage and found five <laughs> pairs of Kobe's that were Derek Fisher's. Oh my God. Seven years ago. Hand me down Kobe's. Yeah, he was like thrilled because, frankly, it saved him about 10 grand because he was going to have to buy those types of wow. pairs. And here's the thing it's already an issue right now. Every player I talked to that, had, that, that was wearing Kobe's for the last month, as soon as I brought this up, they were like, oh man, it's a problem. And it's only going to get worse because mm-hmm. obviously, they're going to go through these shoes, and there's no replacements.
2: Well, and now everyone's going to be hitting up that equipment manager saying, are there any more? They're dry. Are there any more in the back? <laughs> All right, so, so what have been players like, like Devin Booker, DeMar DeRozan, what have they said about Kobe's line ending with Nike and then their stockpile for the
0: future? Said, so Booker, Booker said to me, I will never run out of Kobe's. Wow. So I don't know. He's committed. I don't know how deep that vault goes, but he and DeRozan, they have uh, you know player exclusives, so they have a whole bunch. DeRozan, though, said that he used to give his shoes away after every game because to the fans and everything like that. But now he can't. He's got to make them stretch. And I was talking to one equipment manager who was saying the players on his team are wearing the Kobe so long that they're wearing out of them. and mm. They're having to go to them and go, hey, guys, time to switch to a new pair. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to go into their stockpile so deep. So guys like Booker and DeRozan are better set up. But even them, after some period of time, are going to run low. So, so players are switching to Kobe or to uh, Kyrie's.
2: And Kevin Durant shoes. But um, they want their Kobe's. They want their Kobe's. And a guy like P.J. Tucker, you can't change him four times a game. That that kind of Forget stalk- about that. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Forget about that. So for more on this absolutely interesting story, head over to ESPN.com. Thank you so much, Brian. So really fun matchup in Staples tonight with the Heat visiting the LeBronless Lakers. L.A. is twenty 2-3 and three without James this season. It's the Rust AD lineups that have been struggling, being outscored by almost 7 points per 100 possessions. The Heat are 7-3 with Jimmy Butler leading the way. Butler is on pace for career highs and scoring at 25.3 and a game as well as the field. He's shooting his highest PER. And this game features a contrast of styles. The Lakers play at the league's second fastest pace, while Miami is more methodical with the league's third slowest pace. So Cheney, Cheney. Can you drop some knowledge, educate us, on how the Lakers are pushing the pace so much? Mm -hmm.
3: Absolutely, sis. It's time for my cheat sheet for the big matchup between the Miami Heat and the Lakers. This is a matchup of two-star veteran point guards that have been huge additions to their respective teams. And here's what you need to know about their impact. And it is low-key, high-key, kind of crazy. So give me my numbers, Producer Schwartz. Let's start with South Beach. The Miami Heat have the best field goal percentage defense in the NBA, holding teams to 41.6% shooting percentage from the field now what has boosted that Kyle Lowry you see hoopers know perk that the best demonstration of commitment to defense is taking charges Kyle's specialty and just like that the Miami Heat are also now leading the league in charges as a team now to Hollywood swing in with Russell Westbrook and the Lakers the Lakers are now currently the second fastest team in the NBA Mm. for context L.A. was 21st in that category last season. Now you might ask why. Well, Russell Westbrook's teams have been top two in that category the last two seasons. So both point guards have brought their A game and transformed their teams already in their first year. Now let me show you how. So give me my tape, producer Kwaku, baby. Mm -mm. All right, best defensive teams can switch from all positions. They know Luka with short shot, clocks wants a shot. Look at how Bam comes and helps. Kyle does a smart thing, run him off the line to kill some time. Shot clock violation, big baby. Now check out this defense (laughs) from Kyle. Excellent at taking charges. He's guarding Gordon Hayward, but has a great ball awareness and help defense rotation from P.J. Tucker. So he takes one for the team. He he steps. Precisely now to Russell Westbrook. Great at change of pace, especially at half court. In and out, within a few seconds, already at the rim. Mm -hmm. And you usually think that, okay, real talk. He does this in the open court, so I'll show you exactly how. Outlet rebound. This man, if you're on your heels, it does not matter how many people are in front of you. One, two, three, four. I'm just going to go and score. I chose the rhyme here. That's what the Brody does. And look at the time. Normally, this is how much time it takes to get to half court. Three. So if you look at both guys, veteran point guards, they have transformed their teams. I know a lot of people have been critical of Russ, but he has brought a change. And that change is pace, Big Perk. What you think?
1: No, you're right. And then look, Kyle Lowry does things that doesn't show up in the stat sheet by getting the Miami Heat extra possessions, you were on point right there. Secondly, the Lakers have to get out in transition, right? That's what Russell Westbrook do. They got to get out to get easy baskets. Why? Because they're predictable and hard to go. They're easy to guard in the half court setting. I like this cheat sheet today. You
3: know, I'm very excited about this matchup. Isn't our friend working it? Is our friend working it? <laughs> uh-huh. I think on the sidelines it might be our own Malika Andrews. Very uh-huh. excited, but more so. We've got to uh, turn up a little bit after the break, so stay with us. Okay Malika, are you ready?
0: 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
1: Live from Los Angeles. Welcome back to NBA Today.
6: Yes, the season starts tonight. Here comes Anderson. Oh my goodness! A bullet into key, and he scores. Self key in.
0: the crossover and the top of the key three
4: and Kansas is putting on a show great way to kick off the season this is the beginning of the final year for Mike Shashevsky Bancaro again that's NBA right there
5: if that doesn't get your blood flowing then you're not human
2: I love college. Shout out to Dude, whoever easy. was on the
1: turntable. Yeah, yeah got to
2: get up there. Those are the sights and sounds from yesterday's action. So, for today's top of the top, let's do college basketball yes. edition. And let's start with some top clutch shots. And we're going to go and see Tyson Etn from, from the what? Oh, the logo baby. From the logo What? What? What?
1: He pulled up. That was the shot like, of the night, team. Yeah, he pulled up like he'd been working on that. That was For sure. I mean,
2: incredible. And then. Ooh, ooh, a ooh, and, and one. And three. And yeah. one, three. And two. You see that jumping. Jump I'd be this dude. I'd be the guy jumping up and down <laughs> off the bench. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good find. Oh,
1: big fella getting okay. some love down this side with the deep seal. You see it? Holding this position.
2: All right. His only we gotta what take, take a look at some top top sl- <laughs> slams. Not the lock with steal. And then okay. he's off. He's going. And oh, don't jump your boom. He was in the air for like six seconds. And the ah.
1: Ooh, I hate these highlights Ooh. because I was on Long the other motion. end of And
2: then <laughs> and then the Alabama State game, Josh Anderson. Okay. Oh! Oh. He wound it up all the way back. Oh! I respect the defense there, though too. They like. Yeah, but I almost got his hand. I mean, mm, you are unafraid. Unafraid. All right. So then we have to go all the way up to the tippity tippity top. The top birthday. It's Kendrick Perkins' our big Ah. birthday, and we have a special surprise for you, Kirk. What we got going on?
3: Happy. Hey, Daddy.
2: Uh, it's your what? birthday today and we wanted to celebrate you and hey, let you know how much we appreciate you, I admire you, yeah. I you, yeah. you. Look at my and we thank you my for all the fall work and sacrifices with him. you to the family. Happy, Happy yeah. birthday! Yay. Happy birthday! And we couldn't look let the, the day go, Perk, <laughs> without bringing in another special guest uh, for you. What we got? We did. We got some oh,
1: You see what I'm saying, man? I just saw you all day today. This is beautiful. Look at that.
2: There's one yeah, of
1: this, your is, this is beautiful. Let's fun. get it.
2: And, and and yeah, of course. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, <laughs>
1: hey, I wish I could cut you a slice bro, but I can't. Hey, I
5: was already thinking the carb load about to be epic, Brody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey man, hey. Let me, let me let me say this, man. First of all, happy birthday to
5: you, my G. I texted you earlier, but also, man, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of this ascension and the work that you're putting in to be great at what you're doing. You inspire me. Um, this podcast that we're doing together brings me into your life a lot more,
1: and I'm just proud of you, man. Keep doing it. Um, thank you to 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 Perk and his family for allowing. Him to be what he is in my life, man. I'm proud of you. Happy birthday. My brother we ain't getting We getting, old, we getting hey, better. we getting better. Hey, look. But you know, you can't be using them big words that I got to go Google. After. <laughs> so, you know better than that. He speak your broken English. Just on
2: not so that to him. But the question is, did he text you back? Like, yeah. that, that, you texted
1: him yeah,
6: back?
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
6: yeah,
1: how
5: you know I I'm, I'm just making really you Love both of y'all. <laughs> good seeing we y'all. Love and you keep so much.
2: It. All right, Perk. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday Happy birthday to uh-huh.
3: you. I know we're going to run up the bill on this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to
1: you. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Draymond Green. For the Golden State Warriors, I want to give a shout out and a thank you to all the servicemen and women around the globe, thanks for everything you're doing for our country, and a special shout out to my younger cousin, Benny, who just joined the Army. Thank you for all your work that you guys are doing to protect our great country.
2: Jeremy Grant surprised a lot of people when he left the Denver Nuggets last year as a free agent only to land with the Detroit Pistons. It turns out that the 3-year, $60 million deal Jeremy signed was just the beginning. Mark Spears has more.
6: 3-year deal for $60 million for Jeremy Grant.
2: Jeremy's never
0: done
4: things the easy way. Oh, that is why he's a pistol. Definitely excited to, to be a part of this organization, ready to get to work. Detroit, Michigan,
5: a blue-collar city known for Motown, Cars, and Joe Lewis. But not a place where top NBA free agents sign. Well, except for Jeremy
4: Grant. I just wanted to grow as a player. I think uh, the opportunity here was something that I've always dreamed of, of uh, being a go-to guy on a team. And, uh, and so to have the opportunity to be able to be here and uh, have this experience was, it was a no-brainer for me. Game over be Denver. The man here. Jeremy Grant
6: with the and-one opportunity. He has 39 tonight for Detroit.
1: Jeremy Grant, good night.
5: It was Jeremy's play with the Pistons last season that landed
4: him a covered spot with USA Basketball for the Olympics in Tokyo. It was a great experience uh, to be able to win gold and on that, be on that stage, uh, to be around that, those caliber players and to be able to pick up... Uh, little tendencies and things that that they do uh in preparation of their work uh definitely helped me to 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 come into this and uh be ready to leave
5: a big contract
4: a career high scoring average and a gold medal but it's what
5: jeremy has done off the court that has detroit talking
4: so when i first got here uh seen a few homeless people um one homeless person in particular i got started having a conversation with them and he was just explaining to me um how the, the homeless shelter, uh, they, they moved everyone out the homeless shelter, they shut it down. It just touched me in a way that, that made me want to uh, give back. So we're, we're in the midst of uh, building a homeless shelter. Basically a community center uh, where, where they can stay and also people can come to, to either get food uh, and, and kind of hang out and uh, bring them around. So
5: there's this mural here.
4: Ben Wallace, Zeke, Isaiah Thomas, Hall Famers the new guy it's amazing uh, it shows uh, the amount of support that that these fans and uh, and everyone has is, is given to me it's an honor to, to be up next to those two hall of famers it uh, just makes me want to you know stay and give back as much as i can to the community and, and give my all to for the team.
2: You can see Jeremy Grant, Cade Cunningham, and Jalen Green in the first game of tonight's doubleheader at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central when the Pistons take on the Rockets. And then it's Heat versus Lakers from Staples Center. Our coverage starts with NBA countdown at 7 o'clock Eastern. So for for more on tonight's Pistons-Rockets game from a betting perspective, I want to welcome in Daily Wager betting analyst Tyler Fulgham. My guy. Your guy. My guy. All right, Tyler. Jalen Green. Cade Cunningham, they are the top two picks in the last draft. We're going to see them go toe-to-toe. What do you like tonight from a prop betting
6: perspective? Before I get to that real quick, shout-out to the king, Big Perk. Happy birthday. And shout-out to our queen, Monica McNutt, making her sideline debut (sighs) as part of the coverage team for the Rockets and the Pistons tonight. So cannot wait to watch that. As far as this prop... (laughs) I'm going to go with Cade Cunningham, over 25 and a half. His minutes are just more secure right now. He's up around 30. His usage is through the roof at 29%. And Perk Malika, he hasn't even shot the ball well yet. If he starts making some buckets, the numbers could be through the roof for this rookie as they're letting him go all hands on deck in Detroit. Well,
1: Perk, Tyler, look, I'm glad I covered the bet yesterday that I was on the show with you guys with the Milwaukee. They had me nervous. But look, I'm going with Jalen Green. You know why I'm going with Jalen Green on the mm. uh, over? Because he said that people were going to pay for not picking him number one. <laughs> so now he's going against the number one pick. I feel like he's going to have some extra juice, some extra energy. I'm going with the over. I think he scores over 20 and a half.
2: That seems sound to me. Another thing you mentioned to our staff, Tyler, earlier was the John morant lamelo matchup. Which points, rebounds, and assist <laughs>
6: prop bet do you like more there? Mm. I'm going to cheat here. I'm just going to take them both going over. I mean, this is maybe the matchup I'm looking for towards most tonight. I mean, LaMelo balled out in that loss against the Lakers. Ja's taking his game to an MVP level. Both these numbers seem really low for me. LaMelo's is lower, so if you have to force me to pick one, I'll take LaMelo's. But my goodness, Charlotte's fourth in the NBA in pace, and they're 30th in defensive rating. So Ja's going to be like salt and pepper. Ah push it all night long against Lamelo and Charlotte. On the other side, Perk Memphis has the 28th defensive rating, so it's not like it's a hard matchup for Lamelo. as long as he stays out of foul trouble, and James Borrego gives him 35, 36 minutes. I think both these guys are in for a massive point, assist, rebound type of night, and I think it's going to be fun watching them go back and forth.
1: You know what, Tyler, I got to agree with you on that. This is why it's must-see TV, but I'm glad you came on here today on NBA <laughs> on the NBA show, dropping these bars. What was that you said about Salt and again? Because you know I got to use it. I got to oh, use it. Oh, that's
6: old school 90s. <sighs> <like>. No, <sighs> so push, push it. it. <laughs> da- <da-na-na-na-na. laughs>
2: push, push it. <laughs> push it real Hey! All right, so lastly, the Wizards and the Cavs. Uh, uh, (laughs) I've both been surprising teams in the East, they play each other
6: tonight. Tyler, which team are you backing as they push it real good? (laughs) <laughs> Malik, I'm going to push my chips onto the Cavaliers' side. They're a home dog, catching three points. The Cavaliers have not been favored in any game yet this season, guys. Yet, they're 7-4 overall and 8-3 and three ATS. That's the best record against the spread of any team in the NBA. Now, they'll be without Colin Sexton, but Ricky Rubio's been balling coming off that great game against the Knicks at the Garden. I think as long as the Cavs are the underdog at home, getting three, and trust me, Washington's been a surprisingly good team, too, but the Cavs have been more so So, I'll take Cleveland this one as the home dog. I'm going with you on that one. I'm taking Cleveland. And the reason
1: why is because Garland and Mobley has been a dynamic duo and a dynamic force. They have been playing phenomenal basketball. And I love the way that Garland has been the floor general. And I think when you look at the Cavs and when they're at home especially – They thrive off the fans and the energy. I'm rolling with you, Tyler. I'm going Cleveland.
2: All right, Tyler. Well, we're going to have to see exactly how Perks bets shake out tomorrow. I'm over 500. All right. We're going to hold him accountable. Perk's (laughs) a winner on his birthday. He's
6: a winner on his birthday. You know
2: what? He deserves that. Tyler, thank you so much for your time. We will see you pretty soon as we...
6: Oh shit! we real good. Here's a look at
2: tonight's schedule with 13 games on the docket. That's going to be coming up after the break. I am excited to get into that. More
6: NBA Today. Wow. We all know breakfast is an important part
0: of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tonight on SportsCenter at 6 Eastern. Up-to-the-minute developments surrounding Odell Beckham Jr. targeting the Chiefs, Packers, and Saints as his next team. Plus, live from Green Bay to track the fallout from Aaron Rodgers and the Packers' penalties and the star QB's chances to play on Sunday. And the NBA Countdown crew is live to assess the Lakers' next task without LeBron tonight. SportsCenter at 6 Eastern.
2: So here's a look at tonight's schedule with 13 Woo. games on the docket, as Ooh. promised. So many good choices. All right, Chanae, which one are you looking forward to the most? I'm looking at the bottom of that list right there. Dallas, Chicago,
7: both mm. teams
2: 7-3 and three in the
3: record. You've got Luka versus the new look perimeter of the Bulls. I'm here for that one. All right, Perk?
1: I'm going with the Toronto Raptors in the garden against the Celtics. The Celtics haven't won the game at home. The last time these two teams played two weeks ago, Toronto. Back them up. So I'm looking moment. for the Celtics and Jason Tatum to get a win.
0: How about the game we all were looking for at the beginning of the season? Washington-Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland going for five in a row. <laughs> Evan Mobley is the full package right? Yeah, keep an eye well on that deal. guy all Funny. right
2: well i have to go with my two former cities that i have uh, well i guess i lived in chicago not milwaukee but i lived i lived in that milwaukee marriott <laughs> gosh dang it so i'm going with milwaukee and new york i am excited to see yes. that game let's see if if milwaukee can make some separation or this could be a statement win for new york so i'm excited to see that play out but next we got your friend NFL Live with Murder, Tango, Kelly, Kamina Kais, all her friends, and the crew. And on the sidelines side, yes, really tonight. That's what I'm saying. Don't tonight on the game. for her first sidelines. We will enough, see you tomorrow.